my name is Sean Sebastian. I'm the sales development manager uh, for Europe. I'm calling from just outside of London, England, and I'm joined today with Mr. Brian Beaudry himself. He's our natural intelligence content generator. Um, how would you how would you define natural intelligent content generation, Brian? Well, I just I was allowed to give myself my own title. And you know, there's AI content generators. So I figured the opposite of that, since I'm not artificial, I'm a person. So oh, I you're not the NI content generator. Right on. <laughs> so Brian, Brian does uh, all of our, I mean, practically all of our content generation uh, as far as the the wordsmithing and the copywriting is. Is that, but that is that accurate to say? Yeah, obviously I get a lot of the information from other people, but yeah, I basically write almost everything that's on the website or. In press releases or anywhere yeah yeah so he is uh <laughs> he has developed himself really well someone i really respect and i'm really excited to 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 get to work with him on this one on creating enjoyable content and and how to do that because he he's able to push out some of the fastest best content that i've seen um, and so I'm, I'm really excited to, to jump jump right into it from here. Um, the things that we're going to be covering is going to be the five W's of creating content, the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. Um, the reason why you need all of those things is because you, you have to have the right message for your audience because if you don't have the right message um, then you're just you're, you're just wasting your time really and, and you're not really building something that's that's going to resonate with your audience and that's going to make them come back to you uh, and especially and that's even more important in the air in the area that we're in right now so um yeah so i'm going to pose yeah. a question to you brian <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically what i try to think of as my my first thing whenever i'm creating content is i think about david jensen or i don't know but he basically uh, you know oversees the product it. development so i always think of his first question which is like why do you want to do this there's a lot of reasons that you want to create content i mean you can create it to help pop you up in search engines so you know make money that's kind of the uh general idea yeah. But you also want to show off your personality or you want to share information or something that will help you connect to your audience. Basically, keep people coming back to your page so that you're at the top of the mind when they're thinking, hey, I need to rent some or I need to accomplish this goal. So, I mean, to, to I guess to quote Simon Sinek, is it Sinek or Sinek? I've never I've never known the right pronunciation. I haven't talked to him. Sorry. <laughs> Start, starting with why is a good reason. Why Why are you generating this content? Uh, yeah. And you, you want to show yourself as an expert. Um, and so many of our, our clients that they are experts and in, in, in the field. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there are definitely a lot of people that know a lot of information. So I mean a big part of it is just sharing that information, making people realize, hey, this this guy's a valuable resource. YouTube videos are are great, but there's nothing like actually getting an inform information where you can ask questions directly from a person. So how would you go about um I mean, once you have your why and, and you know, you figured out that you, you want to pop up in more search engines and you want to, you want to look like an expert and then set yourself in your company up as experts, um, how would you approach the creation of that content? Because you can't just start going, just doing a bunch of selfies next to like skid steers and stuff, right? I mean, you can. I mean, I guess you could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's one way of going about things. So a lot of people talk about going viral and stuff, and that's probably like the worst goal because you don't control it. You don't know what's going to be the next viral thing. Sometimes it's just right. something really dumb. <laughs> and often it's something really dumb. Often you might not want to go viral because it's going to reflect negatively on you even. 
So what you generally do is there's a couple ways to approach it is you post for yourself or your friends. That's definitely going to show off your personality. It's going to make people connect with who you actually are, or you can post for your audience. Obviously, once you start posting a lot, then you're going to get a lot of that feedback. You're going to see how many people viewed it, how many people shared it, all that type of stuff. So you can kind of see what's the most popular and, and venture into those categories a little more. Whereas before, before you get to that point, maybe you just want to ask your customers, say, hey, is there anything that you're looking to see whenever you're looking on social media for uh, information about whatever you're doing today? Basically, is there any way we can help you before you get to the point that you're coming in our store? Or what did you, what brought you to us? That that type of stuff. Just ask questions. All right. Yeah. And then and then use use that market research to create the content up front. And then that'll, that'll drive more people in. Yeah. Yeah. And then once you get to the point where you're where you're targeting that stuff to what your audience always wants, um, don't forget to keep experimenting because yeah. just because you have something that connects doesn't mean that something else won't connect more. Always keep hunting. Yeah, I, I think I think um, for some people, may, maybe the reaction from, from hearing hearing that's like, man, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and, and, and the reality, it is. Right. And that's why it's so hard. But yeah, on some level, agree? it is. I mean, that's and... why so few people do it. Yeah, right. you can start off with going with a lot of the simpler stuff and figuring out like, hey, this here's something that I know. So I'm going to share this thing. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you run out of things you know, and <laughs> you find other people at your company or something that know different stuff. And then you can always get more into that. You can get more into the people. People are very interested in learning about other people. So you can share the interesting stories of the people that work with you that will be working with the customers. I mean, yeah. there's always there's always some kind of thing, some angle that you can take. Posting for your audience. I know that like on, on social media and on different video platforms, there's a lot of different stats. Are, are there any kind of stats that you look for like to, to know how well, I mean, I, there are things like views, right? Likes, things like that. But I feel like if if you focus too much on the likes, and I might be wrong here, you say, hey, Sean, this is not true. Um, if you focus too much on the likes, you can get discouraged really fast. Yeah. And then you don't keep on generating content, and then you you kind of miss out on on making the gold, right? And on hitting that the real you realize. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, I think the quote from Ron Swanson, who's probably quoting someone else in Parks and Rec, but like you can't chase like the applause or of yeah. other people like that way lights madness or something like that i'm i'm not great at quoting others uh, that's what google's for but yeah uh you have to have an internal drive to share information and to provide content that people enjoy and if you don't have that uh drive then you need to find <laughs> find someone on your team that does or uh, find someone that you can get to create that content oh i i found i found the quote by the way uh oh thank you yeah, you, you can't be upset when nobody thanks you. Don't start chasing applause and acclaim. That way lies madness. Yeah, close enough. Okay, so, I mean, we, we talked about uh, why, right? And mm -hmm. um, uh, what what do you think would be important to focus on on next? Like once once we have that really down. Yeah, so I think that the next thing is you, you want to focus on your who and your what. So okay. you need to look at your team and yourself and assess your actual strengths and weaknesses. So what do they know? How do they communicate? Uh, how would I feel about that person representing me? Totally. Um, yeah. And who has the time, knowledge, and ability to actually create that content? So uh, an idea I think that would be pretty useful is you can make it a training uh, exercise. You have to really know something in order to be able to teach it. 
So you have your team um, training your other staff members on whatever process that they are going to train on this month, this week. I don't know how often you want to do it, but then you can make that be something that you share on social. Instead of actually doing it live, you can record it as well and then share it with other people. So that way everyone has the opportunity to learn. I think 80% of content that gets shared, it's usually shared to make the person feel smart. Like they're, they're giving knowledge to people in their, in their circles that they might not have known before or to be funny. So people like being smart and funny, apparently. Mm. And if you help make them look smart and funny, then they will like you more. Like what, what would be some examples of some uh, smart videos you could do? I mean, I, well, I, guess, tr I guess the training one would be kind of one of those, but. Yeah, again, the, the how-tos, uh, how to operate the equipment that you have, uh, how to set up or build or host a party if you're, if you're a party company. Mm. Um, some novel uses for some equipment that you rent. Like I know people are pretty innovative and maybe it's not the way it's supposed to be used, but it's the way it's a good way to use it. The, the line between uh, smart and funny in this one is pretty close. So it's like, if it works, then it's smart. If it ends in a complete disaster, then it's funny. So, I mean, either way, if you're trying a new thing, it's content, it's either smart or funny. So you, it's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. It, whenever we were preparing for this, uh, Killin Tool Tool Rental, um, I think is a phenomenal example of this. Uh, they're they're out of uh, the UK, uh, where, where I'm calling, where, where I'm, uh, uh, I guess call, I said calling from, but where, where I'm streaming from now. Um, yeah. They they average uh, about just under four thousand views on every single video they do, and it's not yeah. it's not a large rental store. It's really yeah. not. But all it is is just the owner going through and, and, and he's like, hey, you know, we just got this skid steer in. Here's some of the benefits of it. Come by and check it out. That's that's literally it. And there's not even there's not even like music or, or these other things or, or um, they're not even uh, there's not very much editing either, which I know we're going to talk about next week uh, with, yeah. with Andrew Sherrington, how you would edit the content that you generate from from this webinar. So, I mean, there, there's a lot to be said for that. And there's a lot of interest right now. Yeah, that's that's one of the things that it, you were mentioning earlier about how it seems like it's a lot of work. And I mean, it is, but also it doesn't necessarily have to be. Uh, people yeah. really like the authenticness of unedited, unedited videos. Yeah. And and kind of just that feeling like you're right there and you're just talking to them. You're just having a conversation. Yeah, it's more raw, more authentic. Yeah, totally. Man. When you want a refreshing software experience with no calories, no sugar, and no preservatives, try Point of Rental Software. It's good for your business, and it always leaves a great taste in your mouth. Point of Rental. I mean, would, would there any would there be any other things that you would say that, um, like, if I were one to 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 jump in, uh, what else could I use to help generate good content? Whew, let's see. I mean, you can just draw basically anything in your experience. Like a lot of things that I like to do, I just pull from stuff I like in regular media and I try to adapt it to uh, the rental industry or, or software or, and I just try to, what would that look like if it were, if it were me or if it were us? And then people that get the references will, you know, be like, oh, hey, these people know the same thing that I know. We're, we're part of the club. So it, it just builds some of that rapport. You're always going to draw from your personal experience. So mm. whatever you go out and do and see, it, it's just going to be you putting yourself out there and 
basically people are going to either like that or <laughs> if they, if it turns out that they don't like your uh, personal experience or who you are, maybe you should have someone else as your uh, front person. That's why I stay in the background because a lot of the stuff I like, eh, not so popular. <laughs> yeah, we, we appreciate you coming out <laughs> for this one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, we, we talked about um, why. Uh, why, why are you doing it? Who, who should be doing it? What you're going to be collaborating on? Um, what, what else do you think is important uh, when, when you're generating this content? There's three things that you need for good content, which is useful knowledge, uh, a sense of humor, and communication skills. And pretty much most everyone should have at least one of those three. Uh, two is a little rare. And three is very rare. So if you have three, if you have someone on your team that has all three, then you got to keep them and you got to keep them happy and you got to like entice them into becoming content generators for you. You probably want to record on your location, maybe on job sites. Um, so that part should be easy. You want to consider where you're going to post your stuff, where you're going to share your content. Yeah. So there's now like thousands of social media or video channels. You can't cover them all. That would just kill you basically. So what you want to do is just pick a handful where customers are, where you're somewhat familiar with, hopefully, and, mm -hmm. and just target those. So in general, Facebook, Twitter, I mean, Twitter's not, I don't know if Twitter's really that great for this industry. Uh, LinkedIn's been pretty good for us and it's probably good for getting contractors as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Pinterest and Instagram are great for, for party especially, but I'm sure that they, Instagram at least works really well for some equipment rental companies. If you totally. have a good, good engaging person on there. Yeah. I mean, LinkedIn, um, MD tool hire, uh, one of our Searings clients here in the UK is just killing it on LinkedIn. Like I, I looked at, I looked to the the managing director at MD tool hire to be like, Hey, uh, like, what are you doing differently? Because he averages like 50 to hundred likes for LinkedIn posts. <laughs> and it's like, it's, it's phenomenal, man. He, he's, so what was he doing differently? Well, the thing just actually like really what you're saying, like he, he's speaks to issues in the industry. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and is just does a really great job of engagement. You know, it's cause it's, it's ultimately not about, in my opinion, it's not about getting 1 million followers. If you yeah. had, if you have 100 to 500 really engaged customers, yeah. like you're, you're killing it. Cause then that, that word of mouth is just going to go all over. So yeah. like focus, focus on getting just one more and engage in the comments as much as possible. Like, Hey, what, what did you think about, about that, uh, that tent that you rented from us, you know, like really, really, um, dig in there. Cause there's a ton of opportunity for you. For sure. And that's another thing that, uh, I forgot to mention is a lot of times businesses will focus on responding to a lot of the negative comments mm -hmm. and they also need to focus on responding to the co positive comments as well. Cause you know, it's true. That that person took time out of their day to post something really nice about what you'd done for them. So you want to encourage that. You don't want people to only get responses if they say bad things about you, unless you want more <laughs> bad things. You got you to do some positive reinforcement. Right. I hadn't considered that before as like a positive reinforcement and a negative reinforcement. Yeah. Um, is it okay to share the, um, the, the thing I sent you about the, the tractor cab? Of course. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, if if you're looking for for where I saw, I literally saw this this morning, and I was like, oh, this could not be more perfect. There's a screenshot I did. This this video of inside a tractor cab. There we go. Did half a million views 
on YouTube. And so I, I know that there might be some people in, in the audience today that are like, hey, you know, like people don't really care about equipment. They just want to get stuff and, and that'd be it. But I mean, literally, if you watch the video, it's not very long. It's like just going through what the different screens do. And that was literally yeah. it. And so the, there, there is a, a market for this. There's an appetite for this, um, whether you realize it or not. And the people that jump in now are going to see the dividends come down the road because they're going to be building that audience. Yeah, and for sure, you have to focus on building because you can't go in yeah. expecting your first your first video to get four hundred fifty thousand <laughs> views. Just make sure that you're you're not doing it to get immediate results because yeah. you're probably not going to get those right away. It's about building and building a sustainable long-term audience. Yeah, that's it. Uh, one more, just to take a step back again, because you said that you should you should pick a few. Would there be a couple that you recommend? I, yeah. I, by the way, we didn't plan that question, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mentioned, um, LinkedIn is good, especially yeah. if you're working with contractors. Um, Instagram and Pinterest are great, especially for party. Um, and basically, it's just going to be a matter of figuring out what works in your market. Because sometimes, for some reason, just like certain locations, it's just not as popular. I remember early on, uh, Pinterest, it was almost all women in the US, but it was actually more men than women in using it in the UK for some reason. So you do have to take into account your local trends and see yeah. kind of where's growing. You just just have some patience and make sure people are aware that you have those pages, probably put it on your website and say, Hey, look, where are these places? Should, should you be afraid of like posting or reposting the same content like on YouTube to, or is, does it not really matter in the beginning? No, it's, I mean, it's great because some people aren't going to be on, they'll only be on one channel and that way oh, you'll be able to see it. Sometimes you might want to adapt it because different platforms have different audiences. Some people, like you're going to probably want to watch shorter videos on Instagram than you would elsewhere. Like yeah. then you probably have a more professional base who is expecting more of an instructional type video. Whereas Instagram, you probably aren't going there for a 15 minute video explaining <laughs> a bunch of stuff. It's not going to work out real well. <laughs> Unless you got to get that IGTV subscription or whatever. Yeah. Don't you have to have like yeah. 10, it's like some kind of follower count you have to get to or something. I don't know. I'm old. I'm trying to get uh, someone else to manage Instagram because I feel <laughs> like I'm too old to deal with it now. Oh, you're never too old. It's, it's one of those so things old. where I mentioned where it's like realize your strengths and weaknesses. And it's like, I used to be super into this, but I'm, uh, I need to get someone else who's going to be a lot more interested in it. <laughs> That's fair, man. That's fair. We did why, we got where, we got who, we got what. Uh, that leaves uh, that leaves when. Yeah, so that's mostly going to focus on uh, setting a content schedule and figuring out if you're going to be super busy, then you need to be creating content when you're not super busy. Because obviously, if you're not going to be able to find time to record something, you want to record yeah. stuff and then just kind of save it. Try to find some of that evergreen content. So maybe don't introduce a new thing if you're going to save it for a while, but show people how to use X skid steer or whatever. You can also think about your seasons and how it works, how you know business usually goes. So it's like, okay, in spring, people are going to be planting gardens and doing a bunch of gardening work. So let's record a bunch of videos for 
to release at that time rather than trying to record it in in spring itself. Another nice thing with uh, resharing is you can share old videos. A lot of people won't have seen it before, especially oh, with fair. a lot of yeah. the algorithms. All of your fans, they're not going to see all of your posts unless yeah. they're visiting your page like every day, which I don't think anyone does. How many? Yeah. They got like my mom. <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe your family members, maybe yourself. But that's, that's about it. I, like, I think that's even a really good point. Like, like most people don't realize the algorithm isn't for you. It's for the person that's viewing your content. Yeah. So then, it's not going to bombard them with every single thing that you send it, just put out. Yeah. Because a lot of the things people do and a lot of these things these algorithms are doing are protecting people from hating the uh, platform because <laughs> it's very easy for businesses to create a lot of content and yeah. for if you follow a bunch of businesses, then you would just never see anything from people. You would only see businesses, especially the ones who aren't really trying to focus on creating something that's valuable that are just focusing on getting something out there. Hmm. Cause a lot of, there's a lot of just getting stuff out there and, and try to remember the why and try to make sure that there's a reason for having that stuff out there. So if you had to sum up all five W's and we have six minutes left, if you had to sum up all five W's, um, how would you sum, sum that up? Basically, I'd say the most important thing is to answer the question, why, why should I care? So for your perspective, you want to ask that question. So you're inspired to keep going. So you remember like, Hey, this is important to me because and then from your audience perspective, you want to be making sure that you're creating something that's going to add value to their lives. Yeah. And then the other thing to remember is there's no reason to fear mistakes. Like everyone makes them. Everyone my age or younger, at least has grown up pretty much online. And a lot of our mistakes are online and you just learn to deal with them. People see how you handle those mistakes. And if you respond like a jerk to your mistakes, then people don't generally take too kindly to that. And if you, if you react with grace and you realize, Hey, I'm not perfect. I made a mistake. I'll, I'll try to get better next time. Then people are generally pretty uh, graceful about that. Uh, and then you can also connect with other people because if you've made a mistake, probably other people have made similar mistakes and they're like, Oh, that's, that's relatable. I totally get that. I totally see what that person's going through. Yeah. Uh, I guess what, what I'm hearing you say is now really isn't the time to be afraid of putting out content. Yeah, no, I mean, you should never be afraid to put out yeah. content. Um, if you're afraid, then it's going to basically kind of kills your creative process. It just says like, mm. oh, no, I can't do that. Let other people, uh, it's one of the things that I have to work on is letting other people reject my ideas <laughs> instead of rejecting <laughs> them myself. It's right. like, you, you just got to find a good person to have listened to your stuff and figure yeah. that out. Yeah. Let, let the market decide for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you, man. All right, cool. All cool. right. Well, thank you all again for joining. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close things out from here. And uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Thanks. Bye.